Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, and away we go. Hour number two of our radio program. It is the Zach Gelb Show, coast to coast on CBS Sports Radio. The final week of the NFL season just happened. Man, that's a miserable time. It really is. That just stinks. College football, dunzo. NFL, dunzo. But quite frankly, especially with that second window open for the transfer portal, which happens in April, And you have the combine right around the corner. You got free agency right around the corner with the new league year beginning in March. And then you also do have the NFL draft. We're really not that far away from football being right back in the news. And there are some things to currently monitor. And there are some storylines that bare minimum are going to carry us from now until like the end of the month with the combine. I don't know about you guys. The combine... I'm, I like the combine from it provides content, but the actual combine drives me crazy because you have guys that put in three or four years of work in a college program, and then they don't want run a 40 time fast enough, or you have this uh, BS with that uh, S2 cognitive test, whatever it's called, that used to basically be what uh, was valued with the Wonderlick. Like, those little small moments can make or break a prospect, and you see it both ways. Someone runs a blazing uh, quick 40, and the next thing you know, they're elevating and shooting up the draft board, and then someone tanks a 40 after they just had a great three, four-year career, and then they plummet. And also, the other thing is, and we even kind of saw this when Tony Pauline joined us, that was one of my biggest takeaways from, from Super Bowl week. So Tony Pauline joined us the week before. And he was at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. And he said he's heard that Michael Penix Jr. doesn't have a great work ethic. And then when I pressed him on it, his follow-up didn't really even make that much sense. So we had Michael Penix Jr. at the Super Bowl, so naturally I thought I had to bring it up to him, and he dismissed it. But I kind of side with Michael Penix Jr. on this one just because all we heard about this dude was work ethic, work ethic, work ethic. And you don't know who told Tony Pauline that information if maybe they were trying to use that information to kind of slander Michael Penick's name so you have him fall a little bit in the NFL draft, and then maybe that person with the information, his team actually wants him, but they need him to fall a little bit. And the quarterbacks will drive a lot of the conversation from now until the draft with guys like Justin Fields and Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, and a few more being available, whether that's via free agency or trade. But in the NFL draft, All we know, bare minimum, is that there's going to be three quarterbacks that go in the first round. And those three quarterbacks, whatever order you want, will be Caleb Williams, 
will be Drake May, will be Jaden Daniels. And then how many other quarterbacks creep into the first round? From the J.J. McCarthy's of the world to the Michael Penix Jr.'s of the world. Can Spencer Rattler find a way to shoot up some draft boards? Uh, Bo Nix as well. I would think that four go in the first round. But right now, only three, I think, are locks to go in the first round. So those are some things coming right around the corner in the next few months, especially in the NFL front that will carry the way. And college was just so crazy with all the movement in the coaching cycle. And now we'll see if there's any other changes in April when that second wave of the transfer portal does open back up. All righty, let's get to a little overreaction, proper reaction right now. Another NFL week is complete, which means it's another week to freak out about your favorite team. Which takes are truly crazy. But sometimes a game can be so bad, it's almost good. You know what I'm saying? No. And which are so crazy, they might be right. He's 6'5", he's 245 pounds. He's probably a Popeye's biscuit away from being a tight end. Zach lets you know in this week's edition of Overreaction or Proper Reaction. All righty, Big Mike, CBS, what do you got cooking today? I got a lot of things cooking, so much so that I actually have to staple the two pages together. This might be the longest overreaction, proper reaction in history. You're like but there's Andy a lot Reed. of stuff to get to. You're like Andy Reid with that uh, play calling sheet with how many papers that you have in front of you today. You know what? Comparing me to the greatest coach in NFL history is absolutely an honor, so thank you, sir. No, he's not right now the greatest coach in NFL history. Well, we can debate that. Well, you, you can. What about the first 20 years? Well, listen, we can have plenty of conversations. No, I'm just saying. Here's the I mean, thing do that's you want to have the conversation now? No, I, I don't. I but, can certainly do it, but and I can make I the get, argument. I want to get to overreaction, proper reaction. But here's why it's a stupid argument. I'm not saying he's not one of the greatest coaches in NFL history, but it just shows you it's better to have success later in your career than for the majority of your career. And I know what Andy Reid did was very special. He got to a bunch of NFC title games and a Super Bowl in Philadelphia. But for 20 years, Andy Reid was the guy that was good coach, even a great coach, but he can't win the big game. And now he gets Patrick Mahomes, and it's, oh, he's the greatest coach of all time, where Bill Belichick dominated the NFL and kicked Andy Reid's ass for two decades in playoff games, in Super Bowls, but now he doesn't have success without Tom Brady, and everyone's like, oh, Belichick's a bum, and Andy Reid's great, but let's just forget 20 years before that. But anyway, let's, let's just get say to Andy Reid has success with three different quarterbacks in two different cities where Bill Belichick only had success with one quarterback in one in one city. Well, if we're saying that Andy Reid had success with Alex Donovan Smith. McNabb? Well, hold on. With Alex Smith, then sure. Bill Belichick had success with Matt Castle. He won 11 games with Matt Castle. If that's the just the bar of success. That, that was a one-year thing. Alex Smith was there for multiple years with Andy okay. Reid. Did he not make the playoffs one year with Mac Jones? Did, did he not? I know the others were was a bad job by Belichick. He was also terrible in Cleveland, too. Well, he made the playoffs and beat Bill Parcells in a playoff game. And he also had a losing record in Cleveland. And he also had a losing record in New England before Tom Brady took over, despite Drew Bledsoe being One his quarterback. Year. One year. One year and two games. And, and who drafted uh, Tom Brady? He's great who at drafting. Him? Hey, he drafted a great quarterback. We're talking about coaches. We're now not talking about who drafted. Him? Yeah, sure. He did a great job with that. Please. Andy Reid also developed nonsense. Patrick Mahomes. So, there's that. Okay. 
And without and without Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid would have zero championships. I could just if we're gonna play that game with Belichick, oh, without Brady, he's nothing. Sure. You know, without without Patrick Mahomes, Reid has nothing. Just, just saying, Andy Reid had much more success without his superstar, all-time great quarterback, Bill Belichick, and did not. Then hold on. When Andy Reid had his all-time great quarterback and Belichick had his all-time great quarterback, who won? Who won? Sure. In, in Andy Reid's sure. building in Kansas City. Sure. Listen, Come if on. there's any knock, that could be it. But Reid has had more success over a longer period of time with multiple franchises and various different he's, quarterbacks. He's, he's not had longer. So Belichick dominated the NFL for 20 years. But anyway, get to overreaction, proper reaction. Uh, you didn't even watch the overtime of the Super Bowl. See, that's the that's the trump card with Samter for the rest of any argument because a, a a good husband move made you miss the end of the Super Bowl because your DVR wasn't working. Listen, if you want to question my decision making, but my ability to talk about the history of the NFL has nothing to do you with my inability to watch the last five minutes of the Super Bowl. You can't su- talk about the history. You didn't watch the last uh, the, the, the last overtime. You know what? Don't I've gone back now and I've watched it. So now we're good. I just didn't watch it live. Yeah, go ahead. Now, the Bears hold the number one overall pick, and reports say the Commanders are considering a major trade package to move up from number two to draft Caleb Williams. Other rumors speculate the Steelers might be interested in Justin Fields, which we talked about earlier. Overreaction, proper reaction. The Bears will trade Fields and draft Caleb Williams. That is a proper reaction. They're going to draft Caleb Williams the number one overall pick, and they will absolutely trade Justin Fields. And you could start the speculation Will it be Atlanta? I don't think they would trade him in division to Minnesota, but Minnesota probably should come calling and see what it would take. And then also you had Schefter throwing out the Pittsburgh Steelers the other day. So that is a proper reaction. Now the Lions had a 17-point lead over the Niners in the NFC title game before blowing the game. However, heading into the offseason, only four starters are unrestricted free agents in Detroit, and none of them are any of the, like, the main core members of the team. So overreaction, proper reaction. The Lions can win the Super Bowl in 2024. Absolutely, that's a proper reaction because the teams in the NFC, I don't know how many teams I trust. I don't trust the Eagles right now. I don't trust the Cowboys. Uh, You look inside the NFC North, I like the direction that the Packers are moving in. You go inside the South, I don't think any of those teams could win a Super Bowl next season. Inside the NFC West, I like what the Rams are doing. I think they could be a Super Bowl contender. And the 49ers now have a lot of money invested into some of their top players, and they're going to have to trim some uh, with the salary cap perspective. So I think this is right there for the taking, and I do believe that the Lions can win the Super Bowl next year, at bare minimum be in the Super Bowl. So I would go that's a proper reaction. Now, to the surprise of many, the Eagles retained Nick Sirianni, while the Cowboys kept Mike McCarthy at the helm. However, reports indicated that some unnamed owners and GMs have already reached out to Bill Belichick about possible coaching jobs after next season. Talk about putting the cart before the horse. But overreaction, proper reaction, neither Sirianni nor McCarthy will be coaching their respective teams after next season. I'm going to say I think McCarthy's done at the end of this year. He is a lame duck head coach where if you don't get to an NFC title game, I think you are donezo. I do believe the Eagles like the control of Sirianni that they have with Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie. So I think it's more likely that McCarthy doesn't get brought back than it is Sirianni. And McCarthy's entering the final year of his deal. But you know what? I think the Eagles are going to have some problems in that locker room, and it's going to continue even with the talent. So I'm going to say that's a proper reaction that neither Sirianni or McCarthy will be coaching their respective teams after 2024. Now, Tua had a breakout season for the Dolphins, leading the NFL in passing and finishing top five in completion percentage, touchdowns, 
and QB rating. However, as we discussed multiple times on the show, Tua fell short in a lot of the biggest games, including an awful performance in the playoffs in their loss against the Chiefs. So overreaction, proper reaction. Tua Tungavailoa is a franchise quarterback. That's an, that, that is an overreaction. So Tua is a good quarterback. I would not call Tua a great quarterback. And I know people will tell me about his prodigious stats from this past year. Name me the big game that they won this season outside of the Cowboys game. Who the Cowboys are notoriously known for being the drama Dallas choking Cowboys. Yeah, who would choke first? The Dolphins or the Cowboys in that game? Yeah, so that was the only big game that the Dolphins won this year. And Dallas was overrated all throughout the year. So Tua stayed healthy this year, which is great to see. But on the field, in the big moments, in the big spots, he didn't lead his team to victory. So I think that's a guy when you give him the contract that he'll inevitably get. I don't believe that's going to have a good ending with the Miami Dolphins. We've talked about him a bunch already today. Kenny Pickett was the only quarterback selected in the first round of the 2022 draft, but has thrown just 13 touchdown passes and 24 starts, being benched multiple times by Mike Tomlin throughout the season. Overreaction, proper reaction. It's actually still too early for the Steelers to give up on Pickett. Oh, that's an overreaction. I've seen enough. I know he has all these game-winning drives, but when you watch him play the position, I just don't think he has what it takes to be a franchise quarterback in this league. You have a defense that's starting to get a little bit older, but still a very solid defense, and you have some good young offensive players. You need a quarterback that's ready to go. We talked about potentially getting Kirk Cousins. We talked about potentially getting Justin Fields, even Russell Wilson on a cheap one-year deal. I think all three of those guys are vastly better than what Kenny Pickett is right now or what he can be in the future. Uh, So when you say it's still too early for the Steelers to give up on Pickett, I would go overreaction. After a slow start, the Bills got hot, winning their final five games to steal the AFC East from Miami. However, after beating the Steelers in the playoffs, Josh Allen and Buffalo flamed out once again against my Chiefs. Overreaction, proper reaction. The Bills' window for winning a title has closed. I'm going to say overreaction because the, the reason why I say that, I look at Super Bowl contending teams in the AFC entering next season. Chiefs would be one. Then the team right behind them would be the Cincinnati Bengals because they've done it before. You just got to keep Burrow healthy. And then number three would still be the Buffalo Bills with Josh Allen. I think those are your three best teams right now entering next season and the three quarterbacks that I have the most confidence in in the AFC entering next season. So, yeah, they still have to find a way to win a big game. Allen has been there. He's played well. McDermott has not done a good job in these big games. His defense has let him down as well. Um, So I'm not going to say it's likely that they go win a Super Bowl, but as long as you have Josh Allen at quarterback, I think you'll be right in the mix. So I'm not going to say proper reaction. I'm going to go overreaction. You say the Bills' window for winning a title is closed. Lamar Jackson became just the 11th player ever to win multiple MVPs, but once again fell short in the playoffs despite the dominant regular season. In six career postseason games, Lamar is completing just 57% of his passes with only six passing touchdowns with six picks, though he does have 300-yard rushing games. Overreaction, proper reaction, Lamar Jackson will never win a Super Bowl. (sighs) Last year you asked me this question, I would have yelled at you. I would have yelled at you. I would say this is a ridiculous question because I didn't think there was enough sample size. This year, you're the number one seed. Teams are vulnerable in the AFC. 
You crushed the 49ers in the NFC. You were clearly the best team in football. And you played, what, one good half of football? And that was not even up against the Chiefs. It was against the Texans, who no one thought was going to be in the second round of the postseason when the season started. So you played one good half of football in the four in the four halves that you had in the postseason. And in the AFC Championship game, it's not like Kansas City did anything special on offense. They scored 17 points. And anytime you had a chance to get back in the game, you couldn't do it. So Lamar Jackson will never win a Super Bowl. I hate to say it, but I think that's a proper reaction. And especially with how much they use him in the run game. And they went away from that this year. Like this was the year to keep it simple and do what you do best. And Munkin going away from that wasted their season in that AFC title game. Kirk Cousins is going to be the most sought after QB free agent this offseason despite missing nine games with injury. While his future in Minnesota is in doubt, our buddy Justin Jefferson told us last week on Radio Row he wants his signal caller back. I have no idea. Uh, I mean, I know I talked to Kirk, of course. I know Kirk wants to be uh, with his team. Um, I know that he he has done everything in his power to, to be out there and to do well for us, and he's been doing great for us. You know, he's been you know putting up tremendous numbers for us so i would like to have him back of course having that connection with him for four years is tough to to regain that with you know a new quarterback it feels Definitely. like it's a breakup like you yeah, don't want it to I end want it's it to good be. time but it, it be, feels man. like it's it's coming to an end I, I hope not overreaction prop reaction kirk cousins will be playing elsewhere in 2024 yeah i i said that directly to justin jefferson as you just heard that it feels like that's it for kirk cousins i think the front office Uh, tried to last year from everything you heard, try to move up in that draft to go trade for Anthony Richardson. Maybe they'll try to do that again if a quarterback falls, but if not, I don't think they're giving another long-term deal to Kirk Cousins. It could be a mistake, but I do believe Kwesi Adofa and Kevin O'Connell are kind of operating under the belief that they're going to be without Kirk Cousins uh, for next season. So Cousins will be playing somewhere else in 2024. I have a go proper reaction. By the way, you want to know why you're wrong in the Andy Reid-Belichick debate real quickly? Oh, going back to that. Shep just tweeted me, and Shep is on the side of, of Andy Reid. So oh, if you want to argue on the side of Shep, crap. I thought you were almost just about to curse, then go ahead. If you, if you, you want to join know what? I need Shep. To, and, I need to talk to yeah. Hickey and find out where Hickey stands, because if Hickey can even out to Shep, <laughs> then I'm right back on an even playing field. I think Hickey would probably take Andy Reid because he hates Bill Belichick. Oh, man. I have to find out about Hickey. The blind leading the blind here. You don't want to get in, in line on that. Okay, now the Bengals missed the playoffs without Joe Burrow under center, but since he entered the offseason with question marks at wide receiver, Jamar Chase is eligible for an extension, while T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd are both free agents. Now, reports today say that T. Higgins is likely to get the franchise tag. Which they should. Proper reaction. The Bengals do have to keep Chase and Higgins if they want to contend for a Super Bowl. Long term, you're saying? Yeah. I'll go overreaction. They have to keep Jamar Chase. Now, T. Higgins is an excellent number two wide receiver. You could let him go after franchise tagging him for one year, and you play it out because you have a team that's capable of winning a Super Bowl, and you could draft someone else to compliment Jamar Chase. It would be great if they could keep them both, but I don't think they have to keep both. Chase and Burrow, you can't separate them. Higgins, unfortunately, you could afford to lose him And as long as you're able to protect Joe Burrow, they'll have a chance against any team in the NFL. 
Last one, my former team, the Jets. Their season ended after just four plays when Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles. Gang Green has five starters hitting free agency, along with their leading sacker, Bryce Huff, who apparently thinks he belongs in that top five conversation with Micah Parsons. But let's get to that another time. Overreaction, proper reaction. The Jets will make the playoffs as long as Rodgers stays healthy. I'm going to go overreaction. I got to see what that offensive line looks like. I'm an easy person with I football. mean, the good news is two of them are probably going to be gone, so maybe they can revamp the whole thing. Well, under Joe Douglas's tenure, we've been hearing about this offensive line being revamped for now like four years, his entire tenure. He hasn't revamped the offensive line one damn time correctly. I mean, he's revamped it, but it hasn't gone well. Yeah, it's a sucked. lot of injuries. Makai Becton's been injured. Elijah Vera Tucker's been injured. Okay, that but, happens in the NFL. Yeah. This offensive line has not gotten better. It the, has sucked. They're definitely drafting another one, number 10, in the draft. <laughs> yeah. I hope they take a quarterback. <laughs> How great would it be? At number 10 in the draft, the Jets select J.J. McCarthy, quarterback, Ugh. Michigan. Listen, if J.J. Daniels falls or something, maybe. But J.J. McCarthy, 10, I would jump off a bridge. Oh, Rodgers. Rodgers. Well, you're not a Jet fan anymore, so it doesn't matter. Touche. <laughs> we are exposing Samter today. I actually feel bad about this with all what Samter did for us at the Super Bowl. But, man, I think Rodgers... It, what did he put four fingers in that uh, scotch drink when they drafted Jordan Love? I, I think he's uh, double fisted at, at at that point if they select a quarterback in this draft. And then going to do some ayahuasca and then going right on McAfee and then right after McAfee locking himself in a dark cave for about three days. Oh, that would be so. That, you know what? Here's my one wish of the NFL offseason. My one wish is that the Jets draft a quarterback in the first round because I love me some drama, drama, drama. And some more drama. Zach Gelb Show, CBS Sports Radio. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, it is the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. So we're going to do a draft here right now. 
Mahomes right now is the king of the NFL. So we're going to make five selections each. Who is the next quarterback to, you want to do it this way, win a Super Bowl. The next quarterback to win a Super Bowl and take down Patrick Mahomes. So whether that's beating him in the playoffs in the AFC or beating him in the Super Bowl in the NFC. Because right now, this is Mahomes' world. Everyone's chasing Mahomes, and we're just all living it, and we're watching it. So I will uh, start things off. I will go with the obvious one, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow has defeated Mahomes three times, once in the postseason. As long as he stays healthy, he is the first guy you have to draft on this list. Samter, go ahead. Samter always gets screwed in this draft, don't I realize? Because either I go Stu first <laughs> or, or I go I go first. And and basically Samter is like the uh the frosting inside the Oreo. It may be the best it is the best part, but you're just getting screwed out of this conversation whenever we do these drafts. So what do you got? Yeah, so number two is tough for me. There's three or four guys that are kind of angling for this number two after Burrow, but I think it's really just the most obvious one, the guy who, the kind of the Michael Jordan versus the Pistons kind of thing, the guy who just can't get over that hump, but once he does, it looks like a championship is is his, so I'm going to go Josh Allen with the Bills. Okay. Soup. All right. Um, my first pick, I know I have two picks here, my first pick. No, I- why, why do you get two picks? It's a snake draft. When snake you get draft. the first draft, when you Is get the not? first pick, you snake it. That's how it works. I don't know. I got this uh, nice water bottle at uh, some party, this Gatorade water bottle. Uh, I'm reading the fine print here. It says there's no snake drafts allowed on the Zach Gelb show on well, CBS then, Sports then Radio. No, then, <laughs> then having the first pick, you automatically get the best team. It doesn't work like that. The whole point of a snake draft. Come on now. You know what we should do? Tell me now. If I ever need a drink on the air, we should have like Shep just on standby. He comes running in, and he's basically like the water boy around here for us. That's what we should do. He could be like a trainer for us on this show. Since Shep always tries to get on this show in some capacity and try to start fights with us on these uh, very fine radio program. Anyway, Stu, what do you got? Yeah, there are a few options here. Um, as much as this hurts me, I will put Justin Herbert as my first pick only because Ooh. with Harbaugh, I just think, you know, that kind of unlocks his potential. And then for my second pick, I will go CJ Stroud. Mm. I just like the upside of that team. It might be... You know, he might not be the next one to do it. They might be a couple years away, but he's right there. He's such a good young player. All righty, Samter. Oh, man. It's a good pick, by the way, Stu. Yeah, but both of those. Th- those would have been, like, I-, I was angling for a bunch of guys in number two. Stroud and Herbert were both within that number two range. So, Stu may have gotten the two next best picks after your burrow. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, I know he keeps falling in the playoffs, but Lamar Jackson is a two-time MVP. You can't. Avoid Lamar. Eventually, maybe he'll be able to take down Patrick Mahomes. All righty. My next pick. I don't believe in this team anymore, but I still believe in the player. And let's just remember a year ago, this player outplayed, even though they lost Patrick Mahomes in a Super Bowl. I am going to take Jalen Hurts. And even though I don't think this was just a a one-time problem, with the, uh, with the Eagles, I'm going to hope that it is a one-time problem. So I'm going Jalen Hurts. Now, I get the next pick here. Who? This is going to be interesting. Do I go? Is anyone going to go with a guy that's a little bit older? That's my question. Now, I'm not taking Rodgers because he's the quarterback of the Jets. But you know who I will take? A guy that won a Super Bowl a few years ago. 
a guy that I think found some new life this year. They drafted Puka Nakua. He was a stud. If it wasn't for Stroud, he would have won Offensive Rookie of the Year. You still got Cooper Cup. You still got Aaron Donald. Then you got Sean McVay. I'm going to take, with my next selection, Matthew Stafford. It's not a bad pick. I had him a little bit lower down. I think it's a little bit of a reach. If I'm Mel Kuyper, I'm saying you probably could have gotten him in the third or fourth round. You didn't have to go second round with this guy. Uh, You know what? Is that like Belichick drafting Cole Strange? No, it's like uh, Trent Dilfer going number two, maybe something like that. Uh, Let's look ahead. All right. You know what? I may or may not have been a Jet fan in my past, but the Jets' defense is loaded. Their offense is loaded. They just need that quarterback. They're going to draft an offensive lineman. If Aaron Rodgers is healthy, that team is going to be dangerous, and I think that they can take out Patrick Mahomes like they did during the regular season. You took Rodgers? Yes, sir. You sure about that? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is who I just took. His name is Aaron Rodgers. He's the quarterback of the New York Football Jets. The guy that couldn't win a second Super Bowl in Green Bay, right? Hey, I'm not saying they're going to win a Super Bowl. I'm not saying they're winning a Super Bowl, but they are going to beat Patrick Mahomes in the third round. uh, Wait, now you're rooting for the Jets to beat the Chiefs? I thought you were a Chiefs fan. I'm doing a quarterback draft of who's going to take down Mahomes. So every pick that I make is anti-Chiefs. My my mother, uh, I was talking to her yesterday, and she goes, Samter's football fandom seems a little fugazi. Even my mother said that. She goes, I, I, she, she said that she likes Mike, but she, she did say he seems a little fugazi with the she, football fandom. Listen, I love your mom. I've met her once. Uh, she seems to be very oh, anti Samter. I was like, is that a joke? I forgot my mother came in the studio yeah, once. Yeah. She seems to be very anti Samter. I, I hear a lot no, of no, no, no. She negative Samter messages. She'll make you some brownies one day. Maybe not the Delta 9 brownies that Delta say, 9 Brian kind of has, but she'll make, here, good, buddy? she'll make you some good brownies. Stu, what do you got? For my next pick, uh, I don't really believe in the quarterback per se, but I believe in the team a lot, and that's Brock Purdy of the 49ers. Oh, great one. I assume he's going to be the quarterback there for at least the next few years, so, and they still have a good chance to win a Super Bowl. Uh, for my wraparound pick, I will go Deshaun Watson. Ooh. I think the Browns have a good amount of talent around him, a good defense led by Miles Garrett. Again, maybe I don't necessarily believe that the quarterback is elite elite, but with what he has around him, I think the Browns could make some noise next year. All right. I mean, I guess if Flacco can do it, Deshaun Watson can do it. All right, you know what? I'm uh, I'm torn here because if we're talking about taking down Mahomes, the odds are it's going to be an AFC quarterback because the only way it's going to be an NFC guy is if they win the Super Bowl over the Chiefs. So you got you got to lean towards the AFC guys. By the way, can I just say a name that's still available? Yeah. Dak Prescott is still available. Just letting everyone know. Yeah. Just, just letting everyone know Dak Prescott is still available. I can give you a bunch of names that are still available, but I don't want to ruin all this. No, I'm just saying Dak Prescott's still available. So I was kind of leaning AFC. The Dolphins were good. Tua looked really good, but he just could not win in the big games. However, there was somebody who came onto the scene out of nowhere and looks like he might be the legit third coming of this franchise. Back to back to back quarterbacks. Oh. Jordan Love is my pick. Jordan Love is going to be the next guy to take down Patrick Mahomes. You know what? That is an egregious miss. I think Love should have gone before Purdy, should have gone before Watson, honestly should have gone before Rodgers. Like, I think Love with what he did in year one is better than Watson. You almost saw Love beat Purdy in that playoff game. And then 
Rodgers, I think he's only playing for another year. Are they winning a Super Bowl, though, in the next three years? Rookie contracts? Oh, no, well, he's, they already did that extension. No, it's, it's fair, but do they, they really have a great team in, in Green Bay? I don't think so. They exceeded expectations. You know what? Maybe egregious miss is a little strong. I, I, probably, I probably thought maybe he should have gone a pick or two earlier. All right, anyway, my next pick here. Oh, I get two here. Ugh. I'm not picking Dak. I'm going Trevor Lawrence, bounce back. Trevor Lawrence, bounce back. And then you know what? I really want to go Arch Manning, but I'm not. I'm taking Caleb Williams. I'll take a gamble pick in the future. Caleb Williams. All right. I had Caleb Williams a little higher up, but then I realized most likely he's going into the NFC. There is one guy in the NFC that should be picked before this exercise is over. One guy that should be definitely be picked. Well, I got two NFC and guys it's, it's and not an Dak. AFC guy. It's not Dak. I, I know you're going with Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. But I think I Stu a... will do us right here and pick him last if <laughs> you don't. My man, Stu. Thank you. Now, you know what? Because I'm down to three guys. I got Tua, Dak, and Goff left. I've got Tua ranked higher, but now you kind of talked me into Goff. I'm going Jared Goff because I do think the Lions are going to get there to the Super Bowl or at least have that opportunity. So, again, the NFC is tough because they got to be in the Super Bowl. With the AFC, mm-hmm. you can you can win a divisional round game against the Chiefs. You can win a, a, a wild card game against the Chiefs. Sure, but- So I'm going to go with Goff, even though I'm leaning towards AFC. I just don't see Tua mm-hmm. taking down, even though I love Tua. I really do. I'm going to go Goff because I want to show love to the Lions. But I think the purpose of this draft is you take down Mahomes and you eventually go on to, to win the Super Bowl. Right, but the only way the NFC teams could do that is by winning the Super yes. Bowl, whereas a team could beat the Chiefs, you know, one, have to take down Mahomes. One shot. The, right, right. Gotcha. Right. Now, if we're talking about guys that are going to win the Super Bowl and take out Mahomes, that's a different story, but okay. I think we're good. Gotcha. You know what I just realized during this process? I would not be good at a fantasy football draft. Now, I'm in a bunch of fantasy football drafts that are in person, but I'm basically telling everyone how to pick right now. <laughs> I, like, Stu is the guy that he wanted Jared Goff. He's like, oh, I got Goff. He's still available. And then I'm talking and then I convinced Samter to take Jared Goff here and just screwed Stu. Yeah. So you know how I said we started this, that Samter always gets screwed in these drafts? It was actually Stu who ended up getting screwed here. Now I got to pick between Dak and Tua, which is a very interesting choice. You, you know, want Arch Manning? I mean, he's on the list. Jaden Daniels? Jaden Daniels. Just Tom, uh, Tom Brady's kid? <laughs> I'm talking about Drake May, maybe? And no one's talking about Drake May. Yeah. I'll go to. I just think that wow. offense has a chance to explode, and again, they they can build off it. Maybe Tua stays healthy. I just don't try. I don't think Dak is going to win Super Bowl. Uh, we so I'm we go just Tua. picked 15 quarterbacks that could potentially take down <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, and Dak Prescott and the 12 win Cowboys were not one of them. Micah Parsons is on the line. Oh, <laughs> how about Micah Parsons with us on Radio Row? Just taking a crap on T.J. Watt. That was something. We'll get into that later in the show. We'll revisit that. But, man, not having Dak on this list with 15 quarterbacks. How about them Cowboys? Like, just out of principle, since of the drama Dallas choking Cowboys, I couldn't pick Dak. I'm surprised one of you two didn't pick Dak, but I think it just shows that regardless what the Cowboys do in the regular season, everyone just has this belief that Dak is going to fold in the postseason and since I guess to your 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 line of thinking here is that Tua is younger, so we've just seen less failure in the big moments Definitely. rather when we've just seen Dak and the Cowboys choke, 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 choke each and every year. 
All right, it is the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. Are you in a higher chair than normal, Stu, today? Or is that the regular chair that you use? No, this is normal chair. The oh. camera that, that is on me fluctuates. And oh, it's, okay. it's I was going to say, you, yeah. you look like you were very high up today. Maybe it's just because I haven't basically seen you for a week. But I, I thought that that uh, seat that you had basically had hydraulics for a second. <laughs> you were, I, I thought you were about to touch the ceiling. So here's the draft to best uh, beat Mahomes moving forward. Uh, I have Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Stafford, Lawrence, Williams, uh, and Samter has Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love, Jared Goff. Good pick with Jordan Love. Stu has Justin Herbert, CJ Stroud, Brock Purdy. Rock it out with this Brock out. Deshaun Watson and Tua Tunga-Vailoa. Update time. Here's the Ackman, Rich Ackerman. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. You look back at 2013. That was the offseason when Andy Reid was available. Andy Reid was hired by the Kansas City Chiefs. The Eagles replaced Reid with Chip Kelly, who had good regular season numbers, but just terrible finishes. Now, he was kind of like Cliff Kingsbury. His teams would get off to these awesome starts, you would believe, and then down the stretch, it would just be absolutely miserable. And Chip did not connect with that locker room. So that, in hindsight, ended up being a mistake. The Chicago Bears, they hired Mark Tressman. Remember that name? The Jaguars, Gus Bradley. The San Diego Chargers, go Chargers, go. Mike McCoy. The Buffalo Bills, Doug Marone. The Cleveland Browns, wow, remember this name? Rob Chudzinski. The Browns also had like 9,000 coaches in that 10-year stretch. And then the last one was Bruce Arians with the Arizona Cardinals, who had success with the Cardinals. So I'm looking at this SB Nation article from 2013. The class of 2013 ranking the new NFL head coaching hires. Well, them ranking Bruce Arians last, it was just comical. But it was in that order. Reed was one, good selection. 
Then Chip Kelly was two. Mark Tressman was three. Gus Bradley was four. Mike McCoy was five. Doug Barone was six. Rob Chazinski was seven. And Bruce Arians was eight. Now, at the time, if you recall, go ahead, Sam. Sorry. Yeah, it feels very weird looking back at that because, like, even though Bruce Arians was kind of an unknown commodity, he took over for Pagano and basically won Coach of the Year. He, and he was did win great. Coach of the Year. Yeah. yeah, he was great. So, like, how he's the last one there, uh, it feels a little bit weird because the guy had proven success as a head coach literally the year before he went to the Cardinals. Like, Chizinski had no proven track record. So, like, it made no sense that Bruce Arians was that far down the list. Yeah, let me hear So this was SB Nation Ryan Van Bibber. I don't Mm. even know who that is. That's probably why. Is that an AI name? It it, it might be, but the fact that you haven't heard that name is probably the reason. The fact that Arians is that far down the list is probably why you don't know that name very well. So I'm. let me just preface this by saying I have not read this before. So if it's something that's crazy or something along those lines, this is not me saying this. This is what was said in 2013. I'm not really sure about this one. What Arians did this year as an interim coach for Chuck Pagano was impressive. On the other hand, the beloved head coach uh, fighting cancer is one hell of a motivating factor. Arians uh, Colts also had a pretty talented quarterback at Andrew Luck and a painfully easy schedule. The Bidwells are notoriously inept at running football, a football team. Full disclosure, I'm from St. Louis. And the handling of the situation with Ray Horton was not a good one uh, to start a new era. Well, I weren't wrong about Bidwell and them being inept running football teams, but that's kind of crazy looking back at that. Because, uh, you know, I, I knew B.A. then. I actually had him on, I want to say it was my college radio show, when he was... Uh, taken over as the interim head coach with Pagano having cancer. Lukimi, I believe it was. And he came on my show, and he and I think he said he would keep the, the Coach of the Year award if he were, were to win it. And that was like one of the first times I remember, as the kids would say, going viral. But you are right. I'm not saying that he should have been like too automatically on that list. That's what it ended up being compared to all the other people. Like Chip Kelly was the talk of college football back then. And that turned into something that, was fair putting Kelly in front of Arians. Now, it didn't pan out to be true. I mean, that was the dream team. Yeah, Mark Trestman was a a hot name at times. But, you know, Gus Bradley was a hot name. But, I don't know. You're going to put Doug Marone over Bruce Arians? You know, Doug Marone coming from Syracuse? Chudzinski? All righty. Maybe you're right. That's why we haven't ever heard of uh, this guy ever since. And, hey, people make lists all the time. And they lists end up not aging well. I'm sure I've made quite a few lists that have not aged well. <laughs> I didn't think we'd be spending this much time on the show about this guy, but now I'm kind of curious what happens if you uh, search his name. Ryan Van Bibber still says he's a, a journalist somewhere. Uh, for not that you judge everyone by followers. Four thousand six hundred eighty followers. Yeah, I guess there hasn't been much from him. Carrington Harrison follows him. So that's that'd be a well-respected. So I love Carrington. His last tweet was November 1st of 2023. Starting to think that Josh McDaniels might not be head coaching material. <laughs> hey, he wasn't wrong. You found my burner account. He wasn't right. <laughs> it does sound like a fake account. Uh, Ryan Van Bibber? That's the, the name of this account? I'm looking at his LinkedIn right now. Audio production instructor. So, anyway, everyone's entitled to lists. Sometimes, though, you do see these lists, and you're like, who the heck is this? 
there are some lists that I go, is this a real person? And and who was it? Who was the company that was uh, doing AI articles? Didn't that happen recently? I think it was SI, wasn't it? Oh, so maybe they should just call SI then AI. Haha. <laughs> now, like, I thought SI went under, right? They had a Super Bowl party this year. I was invited to their Super Bowl party. So is, is SI still functioning, Samter? Yeah, I mean, they're still pumping out stuff. They're just mm. getting rid of a lot of their talent Not and they're changing space. ownership, but they're still, for now, existing. All right, let me ask you one more question here. So Reed at that time in 2013 was referred to as the coach that was well-respected, phenomenal coach, but could never win the big game. Now Kyle Shanahan's, you know, he's not going to get fired. I don't think anytime soon, nor should he. But he has been in a lot of these big games and he hasn't been able to win them. And they have choked these big games in embarrassing fashion. Like whenever Andy Reed would get in a big game, he would refuse to run the football and his time management was horrendous. With Shanahan, he gets all these leads and then refuses to run the ball and they can't find a way to get the job done. So I look at Shanahan. Is Shanahan the next Andy Reid? I can't sit here and say that right now. I think he's a good coach. Maybe one day he wins one Super Bowl. But with his team not being prepared for overtime, forget the decision, but not being prepared, not knowing the rules, and how many times they've been there and they have blown leads in the second half, maybe one day you get one. But for Andy Reid to not only get one but get multiple, it turned out he had to draft the greatest quarterback or one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. For the 49ers, they tried doing that with Trey Lance. They tried bringing in Jimmy G. Now they have Brock Purdy, who's a good quarterback, but I don't know if he's ever going to have this like enormous advantage at the quarterback position compared to some of the other guys that are playing right now. Here's just a question quick. When Andy Reid was falling short, NFC Championship games, Super Bowls, I know that there was clock management issues with Andy Reid, but Big was time. there really... Were there people questioning his ability as a coach, or was it more like on McNabb, on T.O., or on you know the lack of receivers for McNabb? With with Shanahan, it feels like when he loses it's Atlanta him. and San Fran, it's him making bad decisions and bad play calls and bad strategy. So I do think, I know you always get back to the whole McNabb uh, mysterious puke thing, which I don't even know is true, but I do think there was a lot of times when Andy would lose a big game, and I know this was the case, it was terrible clock management, refusing to run the football in the second half. You know, remember that time where it was, who was it? I think Kelsey got hurt against Tennessee. Someone got hurt, and they barely used Kareem, Kareem Hunt, and he led the league in rushing that year. So there, there was multiple instances where, yeah, I guess the receivers weren't always great in Philly, but then when you look around before he got Mahomes, they didn't run the ball a lot, and then the clock management was terrible. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. 
Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.